We all have a childhood. We all have a past that was not in our control. We didn't choose things like who our parents were, where we were born. We didn't choose the details of how we were going to spend the first few years of our lives. So is our current life our fault? Was our past our fault? That's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Resilient Muslima podcast. Join me, Maryam Aslam, as we explore practical ways to merge personal development, the science of the mind, and Islamic principles to become our most resilient and confident selves. Now, let's get started with today's episode. When I was first introduced to the concept that I'm going to be sharing in this episode, my mind didn't understand it. It actually took me some time to wrap my head around this. But once I understood it, my life drastically changed. And I became so much more resilient and confident. And so this episode is going to be a bit deep and you may have to listen to it more than once. So we're talking about fault and responsibility. So think of your past. Think about who your parents were, your siblings, your environment, your socioeconomic status, your community. Was any of that your fault? Did you choose any of it? Nope. Your past is not your fault. Your childhood and upbringing were not your fault. But... Dealing with your past as an adult is your responsibility. And using your past to your advantage is your responsibility. Learning from your past is your responsibility. Up until a certain age, you're not responsible for your life. But once you become an adult, your entire life becomes your responsibility. Back in the day, you know, it was very clear when someone became an adult. Even in Islam, in our religion, it's very clear when you become an adult. We're not responsible for any of our sins before we hit puberty right as soon as a girl hits puberty or a, a boy hits puberty they are now a woman or a man before puberty you're actually not responsible for anything right like you're not held accountable for any of the sins that you've committed so let's say you hit puberty at 12 everything that you did before the age of 12 you're not responsible for it let's say you didn't pray salah you didn't pray a single salah before puberty you're not held accountable for any of it everything starts to count against you and for you right after you hit puberty. So in Islam, we have a very clear line of when a person becomes an adult. Nowadays, though, there is no clear line, right? Like in America, for example, when do you really become an adult? It's, you know, 18 is the legal age of an adult. But for a lot of people, they don't move out of their house. They don't have responsibilities. And for some people, responsibilities begin really early on. So for some people, it starts when they're like 13, 14 years old. It just depends on your circumstances of how you're raised or like where you were raised. But nonetheless, we do all become adults at some point. At some point in our lives, we start to make decisions that impact us. If you were born to parents who were poor or had anger issues, that's not your fault. But now as an adult, it's your responsibility to work through it. I don't know who said this quote, but I, but I really liked it. And so I wanted to share it. It's not your fault if you were born poor, but it is your fault if you die poor. Meaning that how your life looks at the end is your fault. The beginning is not your fault, but the ending sure is. So if you're 25 and you're still mad at your parents for not giving you the love you needed as a child, for not giving you the support that you needed, then you are running away from responsibility. If you blame everything that is happening in your life as an adult on your past, then you are giving away all your power. And where does our power to create our lives come from? It comes from us choosing how we want to live our lives. If we feel like we cannot choose what we want in our lives because of our past, then how can we create the life we want? Your life is your responsibility. Your education, your finances, your friends, your home, all of that now as an adult are your responsibilities. 
And so let's define responsibility. What is responsibility? Simply put, it's the ability to respond. How you respond to life as an adult is up to you. You can spend the rest of your life upset about how your life started out very unfair, or you can use it to your advantage to create a better life. Because let's face it, there are many things in life that are not our fault. It wasn't my fault that my mom, Allah passed away when I was 25 years old. It's not my fault that I'll never have a mom ever again. But how I let that impact my life is my responsibility. I can choose to look at the good in it. I can choose to think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala planned my life like this and it must be for my betterment. I can choose to think that there are many lessons I needed to learn from the passing of my mom for the future of my life. I can choose to think that my upbringing was the way it was so that I could learn from it. Or I could choose to think of it in a negative way that, oh, this is not fair. Why did this happen to me? I don't know how I'm going to live without my mom. Why did this happen to me? And I could just complain, complain, complain. How I put meaning to my past is up to me. How I put meaning to the passing of my mom is up to me. That is my responsibility. And growing up, I was actually not born into a rich household. You know, my parents, they lived very modest lives. We weren't paycheck to paycheck poor, but we also weren't very well off. And I had friends who had very rich parents. They lived in big houses. They had their own bedroom. They would go on international vacations in the summer and... I remember I used to think how unfair it was that my family didn't have money like that. And I could have let that define my future as well. I could have told myself that I will never have money because my parents didn't or because I wasn't raised in a rich family or I didn't have the opportunities that wealth gives to people. But instead, I chose to do well in school and I got a bachelor's degree by the time I was 20 and I started my full-time job right away. And within less than three years of working, I was able to take my mom for Umrah and I was able to support my family in buying a bigger house. So within three years of focusing on myself and doubling down on the opportunities that I was given, the fact that I was able to go to school and I was able to go to college and get a job, I used that to my advantage and I was now able to travel internationally and I lived in a much bigger house. So your past is not your fault, but your present and future 100% are. And you get to decide how you want to live your life now, what you want to accomplish now. Your life is your responsibility. Everything that happens in your life may not be your fault, but it is definitely your responsibility. So for example, if you get into a car accident, it may not have been your fault, but it is your responsibility. How you respond to the car crash is on you. Do you get upset? Do you yell? Do you get angry at the other driver? Do you maybe use foul language? Or do you keep calm and accept that this is just a part of life and everything will be okay? How you respond really, really matters. My life completely changed when I understood and accepted that everything in my life is my responsibility. If I am not making the money I want, it is on me. If I am not happy in my marriage, that is on me. If I am not fulfilled by my life, that is on me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us free will. God has given us free will. He's given us the ability to choose things in our life. Yes, there are some things that happen in our life that are not in our control, like the passing of my mom. That was not in my control. But how I let it affect my life is on me. Do I make shukr for the time that I did have with her? Or do I just complain about the fact that it wasn't enough time? Perspective really, really matters. And another thing is that once you take responsibility for everything in your life, you gain power over your life. You get to decide how your life turns out. And you want to know what's so beautiful about everything being your responsibility? The fact that you are only responsible for yourself, for your life. You're not responsible for anyone else's life. And so just like no one is coming to save you, you don't have to save anyone either. Because 
I used to blame myself for problems in my parents' marriage. I used to blame myself for other people's problems. And I'm sure there's so many of us, especially women, we usually take on the burden of other people's problems thinking it's our fault. And it's so freeing to know that we can't be blamed for other people's lives. And the same goes for us. We can't blame other people for our life. And I find this so common in marriages. Each spouse will be so quick to blame the other for their problems. They'll say, I'm not happy in my marriage. Well, did you ever think that why you're not happy? Are you happy in other areas of your life? Are you happy with your health, with your wealth? Maybe how is your relationship with your Lord? It's so easy to blame the other person for our shortcomings. But guess what? It may be easy, but it's so destructive. Because as soon as you blame your spouse for your misery, you have given all your power to them. You have basically said that until my spouse makes me happy, I cannot be happy. Like, think about that. You can't be happy unless someone else does something to make you happy or they become someone that you are happy with. That is so destructive because that means your happiness is always going to be uncertain. Your emotions are always going to be uncertain because they're always dependent on something you can't control, which is someone else. You can't control other people. And so basically you're giving up control of your happiness, your emotions. When in reality, that should be your control. You should be able to control your emotions when you're happy, when you're sad. That should all be under your control. And at the end of the day, we're only accountable for ourselves. We're only responsible for ourselves. Even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran tells us that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala literally frees us from the burden of other people by reminding us that He will only judge us for our actions. We are, we are only going to be responsible, accountable for ourselves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Ma'idah, Ayah 105, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا عليكم أنفسكم لا يضركم من ضل إذا اهتديتم إلى الله مرجعكم جميعا فينبئكم بما كنتم تعملون O oh believers, you are accountable only for yourselves. It will not harm you if someone chooses to deviate, as long as you are rightly guided. To Allah, you will all return, and He will inform you of what you used to do. We're only accountable for ourselves. We will be raised alone on the Day of Judgment. Everyone will be holding their own Book of Deeds. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that our life is our responsibility. So why do we attach our happiness to someone else? Why do we blame other people for our life? Why do we give other people so much power? And the same goes for when we blame our current life on our past. We are basically saying, until my past changes, my life cannot be better. Well, guess what? Your past can't change. The only thing that can change is what kind of control and influence it has on your current life. What kind of meaning are you attaching to your past? Because the brain loves to blame everything but itself. Because remember, it's trying to keep you safe. And if you blame other people, then there's much less work for you to do. Right? You don't have to think as much. You don't have to do as much. So if you don't have a good marriage, you could just blame it on the fact that, well, your parents didn't have a good marriage. So the only example of marriage you saw was not good. And so you don't know how to have a good marriage. That frees you up from having to do the work to learn how to be a good spouse, to learn how to be in a good marriage. You don't have to do that because you can just blame it on the fact that, well, your parents didn't have a good marriage, so you can't either. The minute you blame anyone except yourself for your life, you give away all your power. You give away all your power to change it. So even though something may not be your fault, it's still your responsibility. And this is so empowering because think about it. If your life is your responsibility, then you can make it anything you want. If you woke up tomorrow and just told yourself that the past is the past, but now I have a clean slate to make any life come true, what can I do? 
because no one is coming to save you, right? You have to do the work to create the life you want. Accepting that makes you so much more resilient. And just because you had a terrible past doesn't mean you have to have a terrible present and future. Think about it this way. Your life, it's like a story that will be told one day. What kind of story do you want it to be? Do you want it to be a story where you're always blaming your past or other people and you're stuck in sadness? Or a story where you're resilient, taking charge, being confident, and making things better for yourself? It's about choosing, right? Do you want to be seen as the victim in your story or the hero who faces challenges head on? Do you want to be the main character in it or would you give that role to other people that you blame for your life? Because remember, the more you blame others, the less control you have over your life. And imagine your kids and your grandkids one day reading about your life. What would you want them to see? A story of someone who's always felt sorry for themselves and just complained all the time? Or a story of someone who never gave up, who took responsibility and built a great life? Because this isn't just a story. It's your life. Every day you're writing a new page. And make it a story of strength, not of giving up. A story where you're the hero not the victim. You're the author of your story and you only get one chance at writing it. Make it the best book possible. And so I want to leave you with this last thing. If you died today and someone wrote your life story, what kind of book would it be? Would you want to read it? Would you want other people to read it? Would you want your future grandkids to read it? If not, you still have time. You still have time to write your story and make it something that you're proud of at the end that you do want your future grandkids to read, that you do want other people to read. I told you this episode was going to be a little bit deep, but it's very important to realize that we have so much control over our life. And even though maybe our past was so terrible, maybe we were given the worst of the worst past, but that doesn't mean your present and your future has to be like that. You can take what you got in the past and just keep going from there and make it better and better and better. You have so much control over your life now. And you always have the power of du'a. Keep making du'a for a better life. Make du'a that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes you more resilient, makes you more confident. And take actions that prove that you are resilient, that prove that you are confident. Work on yourself. Work on your life. Because we only have one life. We got to make it the best life possible. Okay, that's all I have for you today. I really hope that this episode was helpful. And if you enjoyed it, Please share it with somebody and give me a review. I'd love to read it. And if you want to talk to me directly, you can always DM me. My Instagram username is Official. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, I'll end the way I always end. Make sure to make dua for someone today that you love. May Allah grant you all afiyah. Barakallahu feekum. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.